Mike Storm, and together we aim to solve cybersecurity challenges one principle at a time. The only way to be unhackable is to outwit the attacker. Deception is the method. Knowledge of how to deceive is the means. Taking your security personally is the motivation. This is Unhackable, your security podcast about deception and personal security. Target acquired. Let's go. Hey, Unhackable fans, welcome to this mini cast about keeping your finances safer online. Now, of all the things we want to protect, our finances may be at the top of everyone's list. In fact, it's definitely at the top of mine. And with attackers seeking to monetize their efforts, stealing money from people in creative ways has become commonplace both in the physical world and the virtual world. A lot of the things in the physical world do translate to the virtual world because they all lead back to the same source, your bank, such as the use of debit cards or credit cards. Although they're typically insured, they can introduce attack vectors like skimming and scanning, which are both the means of acquiring the information that leads back to the source of the money. So just like we would do our best to protect ourselves in the physical world with things like electronic field protectors to protect the physical plastic from being scanned remotely, and even our own physical inspection of ATMs or point-of-sale readers, you just can't always be 100% sure that these steps are going to make something safe to use. So today, the recommendation for secure transactions in public is to use contactless payments, both from a germ transmission standpoint and, of course, to lessen the likelihood of scanning or skimming. To begin with, using a credit card is always safer than a debit card. Having a credit card from your home bank with a low balance that you fund and repay the same way that you would use a debit card is advised, and it's also just as easy. Using your phone then for contactless payments keeps you safer by using this card on several levels. But how are contactless payments more secure? Well, first, you don't have to touch anything, and that's great by today's standards. Second, contactless payments leverage a secure connection to the financial information that is not revealed during the transaction itself. Basically, you're not using your credit card number, so there's less to steal. Services like Google Pay or Apple Pay, for instance, while they are connected to a credit card, do not use the credit card number for the transaction. Rather, they use a generated one-time code that only your device and the payment system understand. Even if I have my phone unlocked in my hand, I cannot see my own credit card number, so this minimizes physical theft as being used as a leverage mechanism for further compromise because I don't see any of that information displayed in that application once it's been entered into the app itself. This is very similar to something else you might be familiar with, an online pay service like a PayPal, for instance, which will obfuscate your actual account information with a unique transaction code that is only relevant for that transaction. Now, of course, I would advise using these types of services when you're shopping online, of course, wherever you can, although they're not always available. So we'll address that as well. Now, remember, there is no such thing as an unhackable system or an unhackable person. So if you're going to use your phone for contactless payments, you've got to make sure that you do your best to protect your device. Now, while Apple phones have a unique security model that does prevent applications from having privileged access to other applications, which subsequently reduces the potential for malware or virus compromise and are generally considered safer, this does not make them infallible. 
You should still be using the recommended security practices like multi-factor authentication, biometrics, disk encryption, and lockout policy at a minimum to defend the device. Now, if you're using an Android phone, they do work differently. And while all of what was mentioned is still a good idea as a means of protecting your Android phone, you might have to take some additional steps. It's a good idea to install antivirus or anti-malware tools on the phone, as well as tools that monitor your phone for misbehaving applications. Applications on any phone are the number one cause of compromise outside of, of course, physical phone theft. All of that said, we have to remember the source of the funds, the bank. While we can't always guarantee the safety of the transaction, we can minimize our exposure by organizing our banking info in a safer way. Even with credit cards versus debit cards, we have to be careful. Although they're likely insured, there's still a risk, and of course, a compromise can be very inconvenient. So take it out of the equation. We know using a credit card is safer than a debit card, but using your actual credit card number online can also be risky. You should use a pay service when possible that hides your actual account information and makes it more difficult for someone to steal directly from you if they were to intercept or redirect the transaction, for instance. Now, we're going to talk more about this in episode two on the click principle. The other thing is using checking accounts. This has always been a point of contention. So if you must use one, it's best to maintain a separate checking account that you use exclusively for online transactions. Only put the amount of money into this account that you're going to spend during the transaction and then monitor it accordingly. Believe me, it's much easier to track a reduced set of transactions that you know for sure that you executed than a long list of mixed transactions, which is typical when looking in a standard checking account list. It's so easy and even sometimes free to have multiple accounts within your bank that using your primary checking account for any transaction, especially publicly, is very much discouraged. I go so far myself as to have enough accounts to actually have a dedicated account for online bill pay. I don't trust checks anymore. Of course, a dedicated account for online shopping. And I even have a dedicated account where I get my paycheck, which is then transferred quickly into an account that I never use for anything. I call this my drop account. There's no debit cards or any other physical world element tied to it at all, and I never use it for anything that I'm not in complete control of. In fact, looking at that account, I only see, in most cases, just transfers, transfer in, transfer out. That's it. That's where my money is stored. So this is a mechanism that you can use to get creative with your banking information to make sure that you're doing your best to prevent a massive compromise should a transaction go sour. So as a review, credit cards are safer than debit cards. Use a credit card like a debit card with a low balance, of course, making it easier to monitor. Plus, having credit cards that are always paid off looks really good on your credit score, believe me. Organize the source of your funds to limit your exposure with some bank account creativity. Never use your primary financial source as the source of any public transaction. This can help to limit the exposure and prevent a larger compromise of your finances. Like Sun Tzu said, sacrifice a small loss to prevent a big loss. So that really holds true in this case. Defend your device, use contactless payments in public, and pay services online wherever possible. Both are things that reveal very little information about your finances and give you much more control. When it isn't possible, leveraging that low-balance credit card can be useful and much safer. These types of techniques also give you an environment that is much easier to monitor for suspicious activity. While we can never be completely unhackable, we can certainly adopt simple practices that make us a harder target and make our information harder to steal. In the infamous words of Sun Tzu, the greatest victory is that which requires no fighting. 
I hope you find these techniques useful on Unhackable. Solving cybersecurity challenges with grit, one principle at a time. This is Mike Storm, and until next time, this is Unhackable. Thanks for listening.